Hi, folks. This is Becca Fay. I play Alexandra. Thanks so much for your interest in our show. If you're liking what you hear, we'd really appreciate it if you could let your friends know about the podcast. Take care. In the lab on the asteroid base. This should do it. I'm not sure if you're aware, but you have a dead man draped across your shoulder. Uh, thanks. Yeah, I'm aware. Why is he dead? And why are you bringing him in here? Odds are the gaping hole in what's left of his skull did him in. Uh, yeah. Specifically about that. Shootout. He was on the losing side. Ah. Betty and Veronica are hardcore. Your boobs? My boobs? No. Betty and Veronica are my guns. They're huge. They should be named. My guns? I thought you'd gone to get a hand. Well, I'm not going to cut the thing off, am I? That'd be a little grim. A literal hand? Yeah, that kind. I need his print to activate the fire panel. It has a biometric reader. Not too much security around fire systems. You kind of want people to be able to get them going quickly. Dead men here should be able to activate the panel. Are you good at holding on to things? Emotionally or physically. My file talks about excess, um, well, uh, what's really pertinent here? Yes, yes I am. And jumping. Why? Super. Does the phrase catastrophic decompression mean anything to you? I can piece the meaning together. I'm going to open the vents base-wide. Grab onto some... Okay, my leg is as good a thing as any. That would be the silo field. Here we go. High five, Mr. Biometric Reader. Atmosphere at 52%. Atmosphere at 61%. That was genius. You'd be surprised how often my arrival has set off a self-destruct. The self part being a constant gray area that I have to haggle out with my superiors at the post office. Oh, I just remembered why I got uninstated this last time. Are you still talking to me? Started out that way, yes, but finished off, no. How did you know to rescue me? Tara. Right, your imaginary friend. She's not imaginary. You met her. Hey, don't pull me into your crazy. How would you explain me finding you? Let's run with your explanation. Good. For now. So, she sent you here? I don't work for her. We're colleagues. I was heading to a meeting. If there was time, I was going to swing by work and pick up my badge when I got caught in an asteroid storm. And how did Tara know I was here? She has a knack for tracking down future priestesses. And that's me? Apparently. We'll circle back to that. Can't wait. Hold up! You left your badge at work? To say it any different is to get lost in the details. Anyway, while I was on my way, Tara showed up and pointed out this place. Yes, yes, once again with the child. You met her. A potent Jungian archetype. You actually had to go get your badge? You seem a little hung up on the badge stuff. Is being obsessive about finicky particulars in your file as well? 
could be. I haven't read the whole thing. Regardless, the badge is the hook on which your whole story hangs. To prevent counterfeits, they're pretty unique. They're made of special alloys, and each has a biometric confirmation to a specific marshal. Ultra secure. Huh. What's a navigator doing hiding in a secret lab on an asteroid? Terra didn't fill you in? It doesn't work like that. There are a lot of moving pieces here. I was searching for clues to my origins. You don't know? Well, of course I know. This risking of life and limb is purely about verification. That seems like a lot of trouble to... No, I don't know. And you expect to find the clues here? I was very sure no clues at all would be here, but I wanted to be ultra positive. I could leave you behind. Just you and the little unicorn no one sees hurtling through space until you finally meet your end, crushed inside the singularity of a collapsed star. Yes, I suspected I'd find clues here. But why this particular lab? Wait a minute. If you're not part of the crew, how did you get on board? I told them I was a marshal. That worked? Yep. And they believed you? I showed them my badge when I was coming into dock. Badge? Where did you get a badge? I carved one out of soap. Back on the spaceship. Did the possibility of something going horribly, horribly wrong not occur to anyone? It was an experiment, Lieutenant. I suspect the crew knew the risks. I suspect they didn't. Regardless, the general populace certainly did not. Scientists investigate the parameters in which predicted outcome hold true and use that knowledge to build on. Quantum entanglement, the basis behind the technology allowing for this real-time call, is observable and predictable, but not understood. <laughs> Agreed. Scientists have a long and established history of not really understanding what they're meddling in. Lieutenant, Dr. Hansen has been kind enough to relay what is understood of another man's work. He didn't come online as an effigy for all the atrocities of science. She's not entirely in the wrong. We are on approach to Sixkill Station and will be dropping out of warp shortly in preparation for docking. That's our cue, Doctor. If you'll excuse us, the lieutenant and I need to have a little pre-game chat. Until later. Call ended. Now, Lieutenant Parker, would probably be a good time to discuss the complete nature of your involvement. Back on the asteroid base. You carved a badge out of a bar of soap? Just like my gun, which I keep handy right here in my pocket. Here, take a gander. Smells like lavender. I didn't know what a gun smelled like. Show me the badge. It's in my backpack. Here, I had to improvise because I'd never seen a marshal's badge before. You couldn't do some research? Okay, I was a lot rushed. I forgot about it until the last minute. Here. Awesome font. I'm a Days of Your fangirl too. Nice, huh? The font is Old English. For some reason, I had the Sheriff of Nottingham in mind. Who uses bars of soap? Retro, huh? I printed them. Hold on. You had access to a 3D printer, and out of all the possible things you could have made, you decided to print two bars of lavender soap so that you could carve them into a gun and a badge? Yup. 99% pure detergent. But only the gun smells like lavender. The badge is creamy sandalwood. Nice. This really got you on board? They seem distracted. 
Everyone was probably pretty busy at the time, getting swept up in a gravitational wake. The bastards shot at me when I said I was a marshal. Maybe I seem more authoritative. And kept right on going when I said I wasn't one. Might have been venting frustration at that point. More authoritative? Come on, authoritative. We better get getting. Brute force isn't everything. I'm very intelligent. Super smart. Gifted. Really gifted. Um, so this human abattoir... Shootout. They lost. If we come up against a gang of unruly mathletes, you're up. Otherwise, I'll handle it. Is that brain? Brain outside of its cranial home? You're really going to hate the locker room. Back on the starship. And you waited until now to have this conversation? This ship is completely secure. I knew it was going to be somewhere on this trip. With the pleasantries and updates out of the way, yes, now. Uh, Six Kill is not completely secure? Both the Coven and the Trust are far-reaching. I love secret societies. And this crew? Nothing is guaranteed, but they've been handpicked. By? A different secret society. Perhaps, since I'm about to be embedded in the Alexandra lore, it would be best if you familiarize me with it. Society and all. Yes, perhaps it would. Everything I'm about to tell you is classified. Classified mythology? Call it what you wish, but it is classified. Understood. We don't actually know the origins of Alexandra, where she came from, or her exact age. She popped up one day to enlist? From available records, yes. We, the Bureau, suspect that she has been around for a while, but that historical record has been wiped. All records? She's been completely erased from every database? The anarchy of the war would have presented a good opportunity for anyone seeking to do so. And who would the anyone be? Members of the Coven? As far as we are aware, the Coven didn't come into existence until roughly 20 years after the war. Who then? We don't know, but we suspect the trust. To what end? We don't know. It goes further. There are those within government who are of the opinion that this mystery organization manipulated events that led to the war of the insurrection to further their own agenda and covert entrenchment. Any theories on what that agenda could be? Again, unknown. But the scenario is suitably far-reaching to warrant monitoring. Or that load of hooey and intentional misinformation is meant to pull attention away from the fact that the military is correct. The world government is a corporate puppet, and the war was a ruse to have us all believe otherwise. Except the load of hooey concerning some secret organization surrounding Alexandra isn't widely known, thus making it an ineffective distraction. Still, in all this, I find it strange, with all these shadowy conspiracy theories circling this woman, that she is still entrusted with such a vital mission. Unsubstantiated theories are simply that. Her war record, on the other hand, is verifiable. She's a hero. Both sides attribute her with turning the tide in the government's favor. Grand Am, incidentally, was granted to her. She was given a planet? An entire planet? What the hell did she do? I wish I knew. So, she gets her own planet and starts a religion? I've never had the relationship formally laid out for me, 
but my impression is that the coven regards Alexandra with respect and endearment, but not reverence. They don't pray to her. Only women? Only women and, as far as I know, all rescued in some way. But not every woman she rescues becomes a priestess. Correct. She's in the rescuing business. Evermore could get overcrowded pretty quickly. That's right. She's a marshal by trade. Does the post office know her bio? In part. Won't they catch on eventually that she's not aging? Oh, she'll leave before that happens. And retire? <laughs> she's not built for that. Why was this woman allowed to become a marshal in the first place? At the time, the BGO was watching out for the recently added peacekeeper mandate of the post office. The BGO's concern was that if the post office didn't hire her, someday they might find themselves going up against her. Back on the asteroid base. And the locker room. There's a grim theme developing. The place needed a woman's touch. Thinking about it, if you said you were a marshal, they may have suspected that you were my accomplice. And if they connected you to me, well, let's just say I wouldn't want to have been you. I was me. Pretty inhospitable reception. The turds. I should have shot more of them when I finally got in here. What do you do to them anyway? Besides authoritatively curling up on the floor with the lights off and hiding. When I arrived, a red alert was already underway. No one was really tracking what I was doing. No one came out to meet me. My whole landing was automated. They had likely just gone on red alert and were locking stuff down. I suspect the lab is mostly civilian, with mercenaries for security. The place would have been in anarchy when it all started going down. Mercs are clueless about keeping calm order, especially with a bunch of skittish scientists scurrying around. It was pretty crazy in here. I quickly found an unoccupied room with a computer terminal and started digging. Digging for what? I'm still not really sure. I know that this lab was specifically mentioned when I hacked the Bureau of Galactic Oversight, digging into the interdimensional project. Why would you be doing that? Well, my brain is the basis for the navigational system. With that piece of information, I reasoned I could work my way back to my origins. Huh? My guess is that they were trying to replicate or improve on me. How? To be a good interdimensional navigator, you need to fly by hallucinogenic-fueled hunches. And that's you? My brain operates as if I'm constantly on a low-dose hallucinogen. All the time? Yep. So, these folks here were working on super hallucinogens. Secretly? If the research is not done in secret, formulas are required to go through the patent process. The patents are part of the public domain. Criminals get hold of the patents and illegally replicate the patented super drugs to sell. The drugs themselves aren't illegal initially because they are not specified in the criminal code. This constant wave of super hallucinogens and criminal activity draws public scrutiny. Which the interdimensional people want to avoid because the research was supposed to have ended? That's my guess. Elements within the Bureau are knowingly assisting corporations in keeping their research into mega mind scramble drugs a secret. For a stoner, you make an awesome conspiracy theorist. What are you doing there, by the way? Trying to piece a kid-sized spacesuit together from adult-sized parts. For you. I'm not a child. Size-wise? 
Yeah, you are. Why would you be trying to assemble me a spacesuit in the first place? The bay doors don't close. It isn't pressurized out there. Didn't you wonder why I was in a suit? I assumed to bottle up your body odor. Thank you, by the way. That all appears a little stiff. Why can't I wear the suit you're wearing? I'm wearing the suit I'm wearing. It'll be fine. It's not a fashion show. So their research is into mega mind scramble drugs? Right. Because of all that was going down and me not knowing whether this place was going to survive much longer, my hacking into their system was pretty blunt force. Key systems were going temporarily offline, including defenses and propulsion. Propulsion never came back and, well... Hijinks ensued. I like that. Yes, hijinks ensued. <laughs> Which can happen if I'm left unsupervised. My suit is so clunky and yours is so slick. Yours is military, designed for mobile infantry. Mine came with my ship. It's designed for comfort and versatility. If we get into a crossfire, you'll appreciate the difference. But is that really likely to happen? Walking across the landing bay? No. Then can I have your suit? This military stuff is wasted on me. I'm a civilian. You're already dressed. I need to get to a meeting. I'd like to switch. I can't get my backpack on. Carry it. I can't bend my arms enough even to do that. Then drag it. I have your safety to consider. My safety? From what? First, a meteor shower, followed by you, then me. This place is clearly a magnet for abuse. Full on cursed. Hmm. All right. I'll keep this suit. You've given me a new respect for our circumstance. And you've given me a new respect for hockey moms. Inside the spaceship. Uh, to what do we owe the pleasure of your call, Director Hargrove? While you and Lieutenant Parker were on the call with Dr. Hansen, there was an interesting development regarding our rogue star system. Which is? We've been watching for any indication that there could be sentience at the wheel. We have that confirmation. A change in trajectory? There has been a separation of the Quark Star. The Red Dwarf and Planet are continuing on the original flight path, but... The Quark Star appears, for lack of better terminology, to have been jettisoned. Inside the landing bay of the asteroid base. What happened in here? They tried to rush the ship, so I shot at them and they lost. And that? My ship rushed a pillar and lost. Is that my ship wrecked? That one was more of a tie. Are you new to docking in a landing bay? I can see why you'd think that, but no. It was a controlled collision in order to get into the base. Are you new to using the word controlled? So, yeah, anyway, I'm a priestess now? You're an initiate. There's a ceremony and some homework to get through first. What kind of ceremony? I'm not really that involved. I get the impression that it's all an excuse to get tipsy on cider. And seeing Tara is all it took? Yep. Any perks? Carmichael, it's me. I know. Welcome back. I'm glad you're safe and sound, and you found a friend. How wonderful. So, Lux. Any perks to being a priestess? Airlock sealed. Pressurization in progress. Yeah, 
discounts at selected shops, that kind of thing. You'll always have a home at the Temple of Evermore. Pressurization complete. Welcome aboard. Which is where? On my planet. Which is where? It's a little off the beaten path. Like a spa? Mostly no. However, I've noticed that it's starting to become a distillery, now that alcohol is back in fashion. Carmichael, did Instar unlock warp? No, but I can put a call in. For a heavily armed battle yacht clearly built for criminal activity, he's a sweetie. Do you require anything else? Diagnostics? Of course. Rear left dorsal aileron torn off. Rear right- Focus on engine stuff first, and put it up on display only. The priestess thing also means that an ancient demon named Leviathan wants you dead. Carmichael, freeze the feed. It appears that we've popped a few capacitors. <gasps> what? It appears that we've popped a few capacitors. My what was in reference to the ancient demon. Oh, maybe more than a few capacitors. An ancient demon wants you dead. Why does an ancient demon named Leviathan want to kill me? No clue. It's not personal. Tara and I find you ladies before Leviathan does. You become part of the team coven and enjoy the benefits of membership. Which are... Mostly not getting killed by an ancient demon that hates you. I've never belonged to a club that didn't kick me out. This one can't. A lot of the ladies have a history of being kicked out of clubs, too. And bars. That's good. I have to ask, though. You're not abducting me into a cult, are you? Religion is a cult plus time. You're not abducting me into a religion, are you? Philosophy is religion plus a systematic approach. Are you abducting me in any way at all? Rescuing is abduction plus implicit consent. Seriously, would I tell you if I was? Reassurance fail. Uh, this ship is pretty banged up. Will it actually fly? It seems worse than it is. For the most part, it's the stuff needed for atmosphere flight that took the brunt of my landing. For the most part? You should strap in. Let me help you to your seat. Hey, I'm not a bag of groceries. The bay opening looks a little tight. All the parts that couldn't get through have already been torn off. We're going to glide on out of here. Did the doors just close tighter? Nah. Dude, seriously. Not asked for, not wanted. What are you talking about? Crap! Oh, don't give me that look. It's not like we had options. Hey everyone, my name's Anya Haynar, and I play Fiddlehead. Thank you so, so much for listening, and if you guys enjoyed this week's episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could let a friend know about the podcast. Bye!